Offscript with Super E recommends listener discretion as these real but sometimes uncensored stories can be filled with mature content. Hello everyone, Jay here, back with another Offscript with Super E. I promise you that one of these days we are going to write a song to go with this Um I don't know if we're going to call it the Ballad of Super E or what we're going to call it, but uh, A-Train is quite the piano player, no. keyboard guy, so I'm Come hoping on, he writes Jay. something quick. Come on, Jay. Um, Elton, El- Elton, <laughs> you know, Elton, Elton A-Train, <laughs> he you, you got, anything, Elton. got anything going for this song? Huh, yeah. All right. All right. All right. I'll, All right. I'll, well, get my, I'll get my feather bow out and write a song. Then <laughs> <laughs> you're... Crazy glasses. Yes. <laughs> All right. Sorry about that. Um, so I love Elton John, by the way. Without further ado, we better say hello to the star, uh, Super E. Say something. How's it going? What you drinking there, Super E? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. I, I'm drinking. I'm drinking a rip it fuel. Oh. Rip it. Oh, okay. <laughs> you still drink that stuff? No, I quit. Okay. It makes you too. It makes you too energetic and crazy. Yeah, you're well, too old for that, Subaru. You know, you really easy, train. <laughs> you, you need to find a certain brand to start drinking, so we can talk about that brand on our podcast, and maybe that oh, they, brand will want to sponsor our podcast. I think we need a drink named after Subaru, either like oh, yeah. Super E Juice or Super E Spunk. I think think marketing better test that last one. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, we're going to pass on that one. All right. All right. So, hey, let's get right back to it. Super E, tell us a tale. Well, many, 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 many years ago, the malls all had, you know, back in the day, huge department stores in them. You said malls, like shopping malls? Yeah. Shopping malls. All right. Um, used to have uh, the big department stores in them, and we used to get complaints from uh, mothers that when they their young boys went in to use the bathroom, it was full of dudes uh, having sex with each other or doing weird sex acts and things like that. Okay. In the, in the, in the public bathroom. And that was a common complaint? That was a very common complaint. Okay. It seemed like every mall in the city had the same complaint okay. so i was uh i was sent out to go to a mall and you're working vice right we are working vice okay. and um got a complaint there's on the second floor there's a big name department store in the mall so i go on the second floor and i walk in and it was around lunchtime that's usually when the activity happens lunchtime or after 5 p.m when people got off work okay so I'm in there while I go into the bathroom, and there ain't no, there ain't nobody got in my, there. I got my hand up. So you, so people would actually leave their office for lunch, go to the mall, yes, and then with a straight face go back to their office, like just and get you know right back to doing whatever they did. Selling insurance, yeah, whatever. No, no, not yeah, that, well, yes. I, I'm not disparaging insurance sales. Yeah, I'm just saying, kid, as an example, yes. right? Okay. Yes, yes. Uh, like I said, lunch time, 
and you would get all all guys in it. I'm talking married men, all religion priests, mm-hmm. run, you know, had run-ins. What with about those, lawyers? Uh, ministers, lawyers. All, Lawyers, all kinds of. There we go. And uh, well, your honor, thanks for the lunch break. Um, <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> so as I wandered into this bathroom, I was like, "Well, there's nobody in here," and I actually had to use the urinal. And so then I felt, I felt somebody was staring at me. Okay. And so I, I finished up, and I felt somebody was staring at me, and right directly behind me were two stalls. Okay. And and so I. Uh, I look, and I could see through the crack in the stall door, there was a guy sitting there, and he was looking at me through the crack, and he was feverishly satisfying himself, like, a, you know, like you see him, the monkeys in the zoo do. That's why you're looking at me. Okay. All right. And I was So, like, how many different terms? Wait a minute. We got 10 seconds on the clock. We got to come up with five terms for that. Polishing the bishop. I froze. I froze. He froze. <laughs> My God. Boxing the clown. Uh, uh, spanking the monkey. Ernie, keep I going. Mean, Super E, give us one. <laughs> yeah. We're, we got, we got uh, three seconds. Um, um, pounding the pud. Okay, that's weak. God. Saying hi to my monster. Okay, there, there's five. That's, okay, that's good enough. Wow. You guys, that was terrible. <laughs> I froze. You, how many? I wonder how many listeners we just lost. I know we probably did. My God, we probably we did. probably lost all three of our devoted <laughs> listeners right there. <laughs> Both of them just turned it off. Yes, huh. my mom, my mom and dad have had enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! But we're always always talk about the guy so the proper in the term stall. was. Masturbating. And, uh, he was masturbating at yes. a rapid pace. Punching but, the munchkin. Yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It just it popped in my head. Okay, go go eat. Uh so but with the stall door closed, you can't do anything because it's they have an expectation of privacy. With the door closed, you know, even though you can see through the crack, you don't you can't do anything about it. So really? Just, Wait a minute. So let's explore this real quick. So you've got, you can see through the crack. It's a public restroom. Um, you can look over the top and look down and it's not enclosed. And they still, I, I'm guessing this is court approved. I, I'm, I'm guessing yeah, you know, there's, well, there's case law on this. Yes. Okay. Um, now this door was pretty tall, so you couldn't look over it. Yeah. But the one mall downtown, their door if you were four feet tall, you could see over it. Right. And walking by, you know, I think we nabbed a guy for doing that in this in the downtown mall. And the judge was like, was the door shut? Yeah, but it was only like two feet tall. Nope, still has expectation of privacy. Interesting. Which, which was very confounding to common sense, but that's just yeah. the way it was. Right. So with this guy, I mean, the door was... You know, a tall door, and all I could see was through the crack in the side, so I knew, you know, you couldn't make a case on that. So I just stood there for a second, and then... Did you begin to pose for him? I mean, since obviously he's looking at I, you. And- I, I started <laughs> I, I started doing my most muscular, provocative pose. <laughs> nice. No, I, I, just, I, just, I just stood there for a second, and then when I just stood there and looked through the crack, 
he immediately took that to as an invitation, I guess. And he jumped up and kicked open that door, and it went flying open, and he was standing there again, masturbating at a thousand RPM. <laughs> and I looked down at him, and okay, when you have a weapon in front of you, it always looks bigger. But this dude looked like God said, "Hey." I'm going to bless this guy right here. And I'm talking 15, 16 inches. And I was like, Man. I looked at him and I just went, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and he looked at me with a very satisfied look on his face. And he screamed out, and it shoots like a rock. <laughs> and then I went, well, And I think it's going to be a long, long time. <laughs> Don't I, John I, again. I, went, I went, well, Rocket Man. <laughs> I, w I want you to see something. He's like, okay. And then I showed him my badge, and he's like, oh, shit. And That's not where I thought that was going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, I, I, you know, I thought you were going to redeem yourself and whip your shit out and be like, no, see, no, no. she was wrong. <laughs> no, no. That's no, episode no. one, folks. You know, you don't jump into that competition if you're lacking the talent. Yeah, yeah. He and sounded so talented. He immediately went from Rocket Man to Fizzled Firecracker. And I said, listen. And I gave him the big bluff. I said, there's like 10 cops outside, so don't do anything stupid. Actually, I had my one female partner. She was out there uh, hanging around somewhere. And I said, so don't do anything stupid. We're just going to walk out here and get your information. That's it. Because you don't want to come down like, listen, asshole, you're going to jail. And try to cuff them because then that's just inviting a fight. Well, it sounds like you would need three or four sets of cuffs if you're going to, you know. Yeah, and this guy was big. <laughs> Shackles. He, he was, yeah, he was about... <laughs> You know, he was, besides that being big, he was also big. So it was, was all about, proportional, is yeah, what you're he telling was, me. He was about 6'4", and he okay. probably weighed about 240. Uh, yeah. You know, And so he, he acted like he was going to be compliant. Okay. And then I said, come along, just walk out with me. We ain't going to make no big deal about this. He goes, okay. As soon as he walks out of the stall, he shoves me. Ooh. And I had had the flu that day, so I was feeling like crap. Okay. And you, you know how your head's a little foggy anyway when you're dealing with the flu? Right. He, he shows me back to the wall and kind of jogs my brain a little bit. And he takes off. And then I take off after him. And we're running through the, the department store on the second floor. And one of the sales ladies go, you kids quit running in here. I said, they're not kids. I'm the police and he's under arrest. And I'm chasing after him. And I'm, I'm catching up to him even though I'm sick. I'm catching up to him as we're running down this aisle. But then we're at T's, I could see that there's a big glass display case. Okay. And I was like, as I was catching up with him, I said, oh, shit, we're both going to go flying into this glass display case. They do it because in the movies he, all the time. Yes, because yeah. he was starting to lose his balance and go, and go fall forward. Right. Out of nowhere comes a blur that hits this guy like a middle linebacker like Ray Lewis. Wow. Hits him and flattens him to the ground. It was one of the stock boys that heard me, that saw me chasing the guy through there and heard me say, I'm the police, he's under arrest. When the woman said, you kids quit running. <laughs> and uh, I looked at this, this guy, and he didn't have an athletic or muscle bone in his body. He was just a little dude. And he goes, officer, I saw that you needed help, so I thought I'd help you out. And I was like, man, I thank you so much. Because I was able to get the guy, get cuffs on him, and take him out of there without any further you know, problem or violence or anything. And I was like, man, I, I was so appreciative 
of uh, just a citizen helping me out. And you would never think that this guy could knock down a six foot four dude, but he knocked him over like he was a feather. So and, he, uh, go ahead. No, the stock boy took care of him. Stock boy took care of it. So this way, instead of us, instead of us flying into the display case, he hit the dude and knocked him to the ground immediately. And I was able to put on the brakes on my Skechers tennis shoes and uh, jump on the guy and get him uh, under control and hand. See, he immediately should have been given an application, and you're hired. Yeah, uh, it should have just been that quick. Today he'd be sued. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the thing is that this guy, I mean, he was like a maintenance man somewhere, and uh, the business that he worked at, um, they were looking out for this guy. They said, hey, we're trying to help this guy. He's got uh, issues. He, he'd uh, been a problem to him in the past. Well, they were saying that he kind of, I think he might have had some sort of mental issue or something. Okay. And so... The company that he worked for—I mean, he was like a maintenance man—and so they worked with the prosecutor to get him to get him help or or, or something, whatever it was. Okay. I had once it goes to the prosecutor, I had no more input on it. Wow. Sounds like they should have flown him out to L.A. and just had him start making movies. There you go, man. <laughs> well, right. You know. Right. I mean, good. Now you're talking yeah, about great. the stock boy, right? <laughs> no. No, you're talking about the stock boy. Are you no, talking I was, about the I, person under the suspect? Well, yeah. Didn't you say he was, you know, Uncle Uncle Milty? Yes, oh, those yes. kind of movies. I, I understand what you're yeah. saying. No, yes. the the stock boy he got drafted into the NFL. Oh, I thought you were yes. talking about making Die Hard Four or something like that. <laughs> no, I was talking about. Uh, never mind. I, I yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, I get it, Jay. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Um, that's fantastic. So. So in this case, the public helped you with this arrest, which is unusual. Yes, because one time I had the same situation, but it was in a downtown. Guy ran out of a downtown business where the same problem was. And I was trying to get him cuffed, but trying not to hurt him. But when somebody doesn't want to go to jail, there's no Steven Seagal move that actually works on somebody. Yeah. Where you get their hands behind their back, and I was I was just requesting help from the public. I said, "Could somebody help me get this guy in handcuffs so I do not have to hurt him?" And three guys in the in military uniforms walked by me. I said, "Hey, can you guys help me?" They said, "No, we, we're not allowed to help you." Ouch. I said, "What?" I said, "Really?" And you know who helped me? This homeless guy run up, helped me get the guy's hand behind his back, cuffed him, no further issue, and. uh I was very thankful to the homeless guy. Good yeah. for him. Well, there you go. Stock floor, stock boys, homeless guys. Yeah, very, very helpful to the police. Yes. So, is there video anywhere of this guy, this little uh, stock boy or whatever, laying this dude out? I mean, or well, is this before all not. the videos everywhere? This was over. This was thirty over thirty years ago. Okay, that would so. have been awesome. You know, I just want to kind of point something out to the the listeners here. Um, so Supery, this was a this was a problem that the stores and um, you said moms or whatever had made this complaint that you know these folks are having sex in a public restroom, right? You yes, know, and, I, and uh, yes, exactly. It's not like we went there 
you know, trying to pick on anybody. No, we were called out there. This is the issue because two days before, I had checked out the same bathroom, and there was like, this time it was 7 o'clock at night, and there was a 10-year-old kid that went in the bathroom right in front of me. And all the stall, there was four stalls. There were four dudes at the stall doing nothing, just standing there looking around at each other. Right. Two guys in the, in the uh, no, the four guys at the urinals doing nothing, just looking around at each other. Two stalls. Where the so guys they were, were in there peeing doing, with no purpose, right? Like they, they, the prostitutes they, yeah, they, walk with no purpose. Nobody was actually right. urinating right, and defecating. Right. They were beating. And so. But they did have bags. <laughs> yeah, so, hey, so real I, quick. So what, let's, let's. Talk a little um, <clears throat> case law here. I'm no lawyer by any stretch. So if you have an expectation of privacy in a restroom while you're, you know, flogging it, though you not have an expectation of privacy in a public restroom with the door closed with another person in there. You know, that, that's a very good point. We never, I never came across that with two people and right. that that never happened but i would have to say that if there was two people having a sex act in there right and the door was closed there would be an expectation right. still creepy still wrong yeah. Yeah. so yeah. it's still complainable but so you were basically in there not to observe that and make an arrest you were in there to try to get a prop so you could make the arrest to take care of the problem Agreed. Yeah, trying to. Our basically what we were trying to do. If anybody was violating the public indecency laws, yeah. our job was to enforce them, make an arrest to discourage that uh, behavior. When right. you know, because families are there with their children, and moms were very concerned about their young boys going in there. And you know, because the moms didn't want to just go marching in there to protect their kids. Right. Well, so. but but I think Ernie kind of explained that he um, did super god oh, darn it super e <laughs> um he he waited you know he didn't he didn't take any action until the guy flew flung the door open no right? i agree but yeah. i'm because he knew the law because right super e knew right. the law but the general complaint mm-hmm. if you will mm-hmm. uh, i'm just you know no i get both it. sides here yeah i get it i get it we're trying to be you know fair sounds like Sounds like Super E did a fantastic job. As always. Followed the law and then got the assistance from the stock board. As always. You know, uh, Super E, what department in the store was it that the uh, stock boy took him down in? Do you remember? It was right. It was kind of like in the jewelry section. Jewelry. Okay. Yeah, so that's jewelry. why they're all glass display cases. Okay. Okay. Got it. Got it. It could have been the makeup counter. You got the geniuses with the lab coats. Yeah. You know. And I'm sitting here wondering exactly why that was important to me, <laughs> to know what department it was. I think um, you're just trying to elicit a response from Super okay. that would maybe be entertaining. Yeah, I had no, I had no follow up of any kind. Yeah. I just wanted to know what department it was. It's in. Okay, man. You know what? It's kind of weird. It's still good stuff. Okay, still right. good stuff. Super, you got anything to wrap this up with? Well, I can't think anything right now after A Train's question that that befuddled my brain. That would <laughs> make absolutely no sense. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those. Um, oh, what do they call? Not a check question, but a um, a stupid question. No, no. When you're when you're doing an interview, it's a question to see yeah. you know basic if you're telling the truth or not. Kind of oh, one of those. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know yeah. what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. Yeah. 
You know, I do have one other thing. If if the listeners in the middle of this podcast heard, hello, that was Mrs. A-Train coming home. <laughs> Just letting you know if anybody hears that. Yeah. So. Wanting to know why Jay was here. Jay's not allowed to be over here. Yeah, Jay. <laughs> what about that Jay over here? She, she's calling the police right now That's because right. you're not allowed here. Right. Every time he comes over, there's trouble. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Anything else, you couple of yahoos? I can't think of anything. <laughs> nope. I got nothing. I hope that uh, this is a little shorter than normal, but that's okay. I hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, this is just an, another day in the life of Super E while he was out doing street level vice work. Take us out, Adrian. All right.